Everybody and welcome back to Let's Talk Dance with Steph. I am, of course, Steph, and I'm so excited for another episode. So this week, we're going to be focusing on the beginnings of ballet. So last week, we talked a lot about uh, ballet being more in the form of court dances and how ballet kind of began in the courts of France with a lot of inspiration from Italy. So now we're going to get a little more into uh, finding the connections of these court dances when they started to turn into what we know as ballet today and really understanding how these court dances connect to the ballet forms that we see performed on the stage today. So one big dance form that we see has transitioned into ballet is the minuet. So the minuet was popular for 120 years, which is a super long time, especially when you think that it's really popular for longer than that because it it is very much what ballet is currently based off of. So this started in the Baroque era and it was really used as a mating ritual. So, this sounds kind of crazy, and when you watch clips of the minuet, you would think it's crazy that this was a way that people would find their significant other, but for the time, it was, it was pretty scandalous. (laughs) So, um, there's a lot of talk about the sexual tension that you can feel between partners, so there's a lot of eye contact and brushing of the hands. So this was not something that was seen during the era that the minuet was popular. So that's something really important to think about that society was just very different. So this dance was very different than what we think of um, a mating ritual per se today. Uh, But I think dance still does have this power to be a it does connect us and it helps us find, um, I guess, people that we're interested in and we show our best selves when we are dancing, whether that's, oh, we're fully dancing or not. Like, that's why why clubs exist today. So, really, the minuet's just the club dance of the time. Uh, so, this is just something really important to keep in mind. But also through this dance, it showed uh, social precedence and really showed the rank of people in society. So uh, the minuet would be danced in an order where the partnerships um, follow order of class. So this really put put people on a pedestal. And this was overall for a higher class or upper middle. So um, this really showed that class system was very important. And I mean, it's still shown today, but especially in dancing like this, it was the main focus. So just to help you all understand the minuet a little bit, I wanted to play you a little clip of the music that would be used in a minuet. This is just one example, and really to get the whole feel, you're gonna have to 
take to YouTube and find a video clip because um, I think that'll help you understand a lot more of what I'm talking about. But since this is just a podcast and you can only hear my voice right now, um, I'm going to play a little clip of the music. Alright, so as you could hear, that music uh, was very royal and grand, and I feel like that really connects to the start of ballet um, being in the chords. But also, I feel like in the music, I know I've been doing ballet since I was probably two or three years old, and that is very very similar to music that I've always used in classes or for ballet dances as a kid. So very what people think of as ballet music without being the ballet music that we know today. So a few big things to talk about as it relates to the minuet is that the music relates to the steps very clearly. So that is why I wanted to play you a chunk of the music because um, the steps do very much come right with the music. So on the holds, there would be a more drawn-out step. Um, and the shorter ones, there's going to be more specific fo- or footwork. So then also with the music and the steps, this is often going to be in a three. So that could be heard in that music that I just played. So another important part about the minuet to think about is the floor plans. So there would be very specific floor plans um, drawn out before performing a minuet and it would show exactly the way the couples would move throughout. So this to me is really interesting to think about because in so many of my choreography classes or improvisation scores we'll think exactly about the pathway we're going to take or we'll be asked to write down the pathway that we performed and the fact that this was done in these initial days of ballet is super cool to me and a really cool concept to think about is how can I make a group of dancers move on this exact pathway so that's something I would love to experiment a little more with and I think it's super interesting that they did this during this time So along with the floor plans, um, most of the dances would start on the right foot. So this, I feel like, comes a lot from the fact that it was a partnering dance, so you and your partner be the same, and it was very precise as it was in the courts. So it was important to start with the same foot, so just setting that as the right foot. So next, very important to the minuet, is the costuming. So there, the women wore nice tight corsets and the long skirts, um, and the men also had a very regal look to them. So you could very much tell that this dance was meant for the courts and meant for higher class. Um, and with the costuming, especially with the tight corsets, comes the posture. So everything is very upright, regal, very noble looking. So um, 
this this also shows that history, but also the purpose of this dance was to attract a mate and find the person that you're going to spend your life with. And obviously you would want to be looking your best doing this, so you're not going to want to be slouching. So that's kind of how the dance form evolved to just have the upright posture because it's the history, but also you're trying to look your best. We talked about you don't want to have that double chin, so uh, yeah, you really want to be looking nice and that's where the posture comes from. So now that we understand a little bit more about what the minuet is, I wanted to connect this more to the ballet that we know today in 2021. So I've kind of touched on this throughout, but I really just want to dive deeper into this. So one big connection that I found is the relationship to the music. So as I mentioned, this is often in a three, and we often see ballet dances as a waltz. I even think, you know, Nutcracker, big ballet numbers in that are the waltz of the flowers and waltz of the snowflakes, and there's the Sleeping Beauty waltz. So that's all, those are all dances that we see today, and while those were developed still quite a while ago, not 2021, um, that's still the ballet that we're seeing performed today that is very different from the ballet that we saw in the Baroque period. Um, along with this, the relation to music, the dance is often, um, one beat of dance is going to be the two measures in the music. So this we still very much find as music is composed in either a four, four or in a three. And, um, but as dancers, we count a six or an eight. So I thought that that was really interesting that that concept developed so early. But um, now that does make it difficult for us to communicate with our musicians because we're so used to the eight and they're so used to the four. So it's just kind of cool to think that it goes all the way back to that, that that's not just something that was randomly developed. So, so aside from music, uh, costuming is also something I feel connects a lot between these. So, um, when you look at costuming that the dancers were wearing when they would perform the minuet, as I mentioned before, it was long skirts and they really wouldn't be showing much of their skin, but the costuming required them to have the upright posture because it was the tighter fit and it was the skirt and the men had the nice fitting costumes. Um, and this is still seen today, but definitely in a more modern way as as ballet developed, skirts got shorter and we worked our way up until the tutus, but still it's the idea of a skirt adding to the dance and the corset adding to the posture of the dance. So along with that, since I've been talking about the posture, the idea that this royal posture is still seen today and it puts ballet to have that... Um, higher standard than a lot of other dance forms in society. It makes it seem like it's it's for the upper class, when really now I feel it's trying to connect more to a middle class, and this was the goal as ballet did develop into further time periods, but um, especially today we're starting to find the more contemporary ballet where the movement of the upper body is more acceptable and really moving away from the royal regal posture but this is still very important in a lot of classical ballet and I know depending on what teacher I'm taking ballet classes with they want me to have 
this upright posture rather than being able to break the center line and move through my spine a little bit more. So it's really just interesting to see how these concepts are still seen today in ballet classes, but they're so, so clearly rooted in the royal courts and this ballet that we saw in the Baroque era. So there's so much more to be discovered between these early ballet connections to the modern day connections. Um, but that's all I want to touch on for this week, as ballet has a huge history with a lot more to come, and I'm going to keep trying to connect all these for you guys and finding really the through line from the initial starts of ballet all the way through the timeline to today in ballet. So I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit more about Minuet, and I hope you go look up a video because... I was super entertained learning the steps and seeing how this dance form lived and that this was the dance form of the time. Um, but then also making these connections to ballet as we know it. So um, we'll keep talking about some ballet. And like I said, there's a long history to come. So I'm excited for what more there is. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in again. And I'll talk, dance with you again next week. Bye. So let's dance.